0: Welcome to Data-Based Projections. Data is often the basis for how we see the world and how the world sees us. Understanding these data-based projections is the focus of this podcast, which discusses topics related to data analytics, machine learning, and data science. Produced and hosted by Jim Harris. Label making. That is my simple two-word definition of machine learning. Machine learning is label-making. ML is LM. That simple two-word definition needs more than two words to explain. Let's start with this clip from a previous episode. Machine learning is a subfield of computer science based on the use of data-driven statistical algorithms. Data-driven? is the big paradigm shift or shift in analytical mindset that takes some getting used to when you first start using machine learning. Although coding is involved, machine learning is driven less by the instructions written by a human programmer and more by the examples provided by properly prepared data, which is split between training data and testing data. Training data is what the machine learning model learns from And testing data is what is used to evaluate the machine learning model's ability to generalize. In other words, understand what to do with data it hasn't seen before. Machine learning algorithmically builds a statistical model to solve practical problems that cannot be solved or not as easily or as reliably repeatable with, for a lack of a better phrase, traditional computer programming and data analysis. However, a lot of the mathematics and statistics involved in machine learning are already codified in algorithms that are actually, in some cases, centuries old. The reason the 21st century has brought these mathematical and statistical techniques to the forefront is because we now have widely available technical resources with the compute and storage capacity to quickly process massive volumes of data. I define data science as advanced machine learning, which is what I consider deep learning models to be. I view machine learning as a use of shallow learning models, those which produce output directly from their data inputs. This covers machine learning models for regression, classification, and clustering. Regression is used to make predictions about a continuous data value, such as sales or stock prices. Classification is used to assign items in a data set to different specifically defined categories called classes. Similar to classification, clustering segments the data into categorical groups. However, in clustering, those categorical groups are not specifically defined. Clustering can be used to find anomalies in data or to find related groupings in data. The two primary categories of machine learning are supervised learning and unsupervised learning supervised learning is the process of understanding a known input output combination where the input data are the independent variables also known as predictors and the output is the dependent variable also known as the label target or response supervised learning works backwards from output to inputs to determine the relationship in order to predict output based only on input. With unsupervised learning, the output, in other words, dependent variable, is not labeled. Which means that the model does not know which input variable is the output variable. Unsupervised learning analyzes input variable relationships to create new labels regarding possible outputs. In other words, what input variables can predict the values of other input variables. So, in both unsupervised and supervised machine learning, the output is a label, also known as the target or the response, or more technically, the dependent variable. So if the output of machine learning is a label, then machine learning is a label maker. So how does a machine learning model know what the labels are and how to assign them? As I explained in the earlier clip, unsupervised machine learning models help us identify which, if any, of the input columns in a dataset can be used as labels. In fact, unsupervised machine learning is used when you are searching for patterns in the data that you do not know how to categorize with labels. Or in the case of clustering, those categories, if they exist, do not have a human interpretable or predefinable meaning. It is also important to note that if you cannot think of how you or any algorithm could possibly label a dataset, Then it is possible that you do not have an analytics problem that requires machine learning and perhaps you should go back to trying to define the problem that you are trying to solve, which is the first question in my previous episode, three questions for data analytics. Either way, the output of machine learning is a label, but for the rest of this episode, please note that I am talking specifically about supervised machine learning which is also the most frequently used flavor of machine learning, where the label is assigned by humans to a dataset during data preparation. This dataset is then split into testing and training subsets, again as noted in the earlier clip. Generally speaking, there are two kinds of labels. Numerical and categorical. Numerical labels are, as their name implies, numbers. These numbers are predictions about a continuous data value such as sales or stock prices. Machine learning models outputting a numerical label use regression algorithms. Categorical labels are, as their name implies, categories. These categories are finite and specifically predefined groups to assign items in a data set to. These specifically predefined categories are also called classes, and as such, machine learning models outputting a categorical label use classification algorithms. Binary classification is easiest to think of, since it means a categorical label will split the data into one of two possible classes. For example, classifying email as spam or not spam, or classifying financial transactions as either fraud or not fraud. An important side note is that many machine learning algorithms can be used for both regression, which makes numerical labels, and classification, which makes categorical labels. Applying numerical labels to a data set is more straightforward since the data typically represents historical data for the continuous value you are trying to predict. So the actual label, for example, is a sales or stock price from past financial transactions. The challenge in this data preparation is either verifying or using various techniques to create a good distribution of values in the numerical label, also known as the target or the response, or more technically, the dependent variable. As well as making sure that the other input columns, also known as the independent variables, predictors or features, provide enough details to make reliable predictions about future values of the numerical label. This latter aspect is the focus of what is known as feature engineering and will be discussed in future podcast episodes. Applying categorical labels to data is a more time-consuming process, especially when it is done manually, which is often the case. However, categorical labeling processes can be created. The report spam button in email programs is one such process for collecting examples of a less frequently occurring label in a binary classification problem. It's also an example of one of the greatest challenges with categorical labels. Creating a balanced dataset that provides enough examples of each label so that machine learning can build an accurate model. If for example you were building an image classification model to label pictures of animals and you gave it a dataset of mostly cat pictures, then you should not be surprised if it thinks that every picture is a picture of a cat. But how many pictures of each animal you should include in the prepared data is not an easy question to answer. And if, for example, you are applying categorical labels to classify edge IoT connected equipment into various maintenance downtime risk groups, such as extreme, high, moderate, acceptable, or low, you once again have to make sure you provide a good distribution of properly labeled examples of each class in the prepared data, as well as make sure that the other input columns in the dataset provide enough details to enable proper classification. One additional point that's applicable to both numerical and categorical labels is that the features engineered for machine learning not only have to be predictive, they also have to be explainable. Not only so you can understand how machine learning made the label, but also so you can justify why when the label has ethical implications or must comply with regulations. Before I summarize this episode's key points, here is a word from our
1: sponsor. The promise of predictive analytics at scale with complete accuracy based on popular algorithms and machine learning techniques are still out of reach for many organizations. This is why the Vertica in-database machine learning approach is so valuable. Built-in analytics makes it easier than ever for teams to put machine learning into operation in several ways. First, models created elsewhere in PMML can be exported from a variety of popular frameworks and languages, such as Apache Spark, R, Python, and SPSS. This means that data scientists can use their favorite tools to create and manage models as easily as tables and use those models in Vertica for prediction on very large datasets. Second, custom machine learning models created in TensorFlow and saved in TensorFlow's native graph format, including deep neural networks models, can also be imported into Vertica. Once imported, these models can be used for distributed prediction on data in Vertica as if they were native Vertica models. Users can also leverage user-defined extensions developed in C++, Java, Python, or R to create their own analytic applications. And for teams without data scientists on staff, Vertica continues to be committed to -to end-to-end machine learning at scale. So, if you are a SQL user, you can take advantage of Vertica's built-in machine learning capabilities without moving data or being forced to downsample. But you also get powerful analytics with customizable algorithms and helpful guidance. So you can begin advancing your big data know-how immediately upon installation. Learn more at vertica.com.
0: Machine learning requires a mind shift in how you analyze data and use it to solve problems. Since it's driven less by the instructions written by a human programmer, and more by the examples provided by properly prepared data. And there's a lot more involved in data preparation than just labeling the data for supervised machine learning. Other important aspects include making sure your label data has a good distribution of values in the label, also known as the target or the response, or more technically, the dependent variable, and making sure that the other input columns, also known as the independent variables, predictors, or features, provide enough information for the machine learning model to learn how to consistently make accurate labels for your data. There are two kinds of labels, numerical and categorical. Numerical labels are numbers making predictions about a continuous data value, such as sales or stock prices. And machine learning models outputting a numerical label use regression algorithms. Categorical labels are finite and specifically predefined groups, also called classes. And as such, machine learning models outputting a categorical label Use classification algorithms. Classification examples include labeling financial transactions as fraud or not fraud, or labeling sensor readings streaming from edge IoT connected equipment as an extreme, high, moderate, acceptable, or low risk for maintenance requiring downtime. Many machine learning algorithms can be used for both regression, which makes numerical labels, and classification which makes categorical labels. The reason you need to create and split prepared data into training and testing datasets is because the machine learning model is built using the training data. The testing data is then used to verify the machine learning model's ability to generalize, to properly label data it has not seen before. Both datasets have to be labeled because the labels are the answer key allowing humans to fully evaluate the readiness of the machine learning model to be deployed, to assess if you can trust the machine learning model to properly label data that does not provide its own answer key. Which is why you built the machine learning model in the first place. You needed to build a label maker. Machine learning is label making. ML is LM. Thanks for listening to Data-Based Projections. We're available on all podcast platforms. Extended show notes for all episodes, as well as playlists of related episodes, can be found at ocdqblog.com forward slash dbp. Until next time, may the data be with you, always.